0: Hello, dear friends, Jai Guru, and welcome to the Chela to Chela podcast, featuring interviews and conversations with disciples of our sweet Gurudev, Paramahansa Ji. The Chela to Chela podcast is brought to you by Soul Calls Infinity, a non-profit devotee-run organization dedicated to inspiring an ever-deeper, sweeter, Communion with the Divine. I'm your host, Brenda Roberts, and I'm sure, like me, you will be inspired, motivated, uplifted, and humbled by hearing devotees from all over the world tell their stories of how Guruji came into their lives and what life on the path has been like for them. Getting to know them and how they serve in the world gives inspiring testimony to the precious gift of Guruji in their lives and in ours. At the end of the podcast, I'll tell you how you can get to a free private page to connect with our guests, access free gifts, discount offers, announcements, and other information as well. Before we get into our episode, let us listen to these words of Guruji. In the Second Coming of Christ, Discourse 33, Guruji has written, The spiritual relation of souls united in seeking God is stronger and more binding than any other relation. Each person is born into a particular family for one lifetime only, but he or she who forms a spiritual bond with kindred souls, will walk together the path to God through many lifetimes. So, dear ones, let us walk a little closer together now, affirming it's a wonderful life with Guruji in it. and today we have Lynn Walker thank you so much for coming on chela to chela podcast and sharing your life with us it's so exciting
1: to hear about the devotees it's really exciting to be here Brenda I want to thank you for this great idea of chela to chela connecting us all in another way so that we know each other deeper on a deeper level thank well,
0: you as we said it's it's an idea whose time has come isn't it
1: yes It is. All
0: right. So um, Lynn, tell me.
1: My mother was such an inspiration. She let me go to all the churches in town, and I wanted to. I went to the synagogue. I went to the Catholic Church. I went to the Black Baptist Church, and I found God in all the people that I met. And I loved it. And um, so I read the Bible, and uh, several passages really... I didn't understand it all by any means, but several passages really just jumped right off the page. And one of them was Matthew 6, 22, when thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. And I said, what does that mean? And how old were you then, Lynn? Oh, about 11 or 12. Uh Uh-huh. So I went to the um, minister who was a divine soul, a real saint, I believe, at the Presbyterian church. And uh, we had a 150 year old Presbyterian church back east. It was just magnificent. When they played the organ, the whole church rocked. Uh-huh. Anyhow, I asked him, what, did this, what does this mean, when thine eye be single? And uh, he, he was honest with me and he told me he didn't really know. Wow. And so that was my quest. That took me around the world, that little quote and um, was the beginning of uh, my seeking. And I owe my mother so much. She got in a lot of trouble by all the relatives and neighbors for allowing me the spiritual freedom that I had. It was fantastic.
0: Wow, you, you were born into that family, as we know, by choice. You needed <laughs> that freedom, right?
1: Uh, and she gave it to me, open-hearted. Fantastic. And uh, as I told you, she's going to turn 103 in a couple of weeks, and um, her favorite books are "Where There Is Light" and "Only Love." Oh my and, God! Uh, she has a little bit of dementia, and she'll be reading "Only Love," and she'll stop and look at me, and she'll say, "You know, you really need to read this book." <laughs> <laughs> she said, oh. "It is the best book I have ever read." Oh, isn't that
0: sweet? Okay, sweet. well then, I just want to take a little diversion here, and and let's talk about this. Um, dealing caring for your mom with a little dementia because I'm sure you're not the only devotee in the world who has this experience If are there any um, any insights you can give as a disciple about how to do this it must be have its difficulties its challenges and blessings I would imagine
1: Can you talk about it just a little Oh, I'd love to Dementia comes in all shapes and sizes, and some people are, um, you know, very angry and un- unhappy in their dementia. My mother happens to be an angel who is always happy, always smiling. Um, it's, it's a joy, and I am, I am really blessed, mm-hmm. really blessed. I wanted her with me. Um, I took her to convocation when she was in her 80s. Um, We cried all the way through the mother Center. I mean, she and I have this really great connection. So um, there are many difficulties with caring for the elderly. I mean, it's extremely challenging. But I wouldn't trade this time that I have with her for anything because she gets me closer to the spiritual every day. We talk about death. We talk about everything very openly. And uh, because of Yogananda's teachings, I discuss these things with her as I know it, and she is really open to it. So I hope that I could help her make her transition in a, in a beautiful way.
0: Um, uh, I, there's no doubt about that, I'm sure you will. Is there any um, advice you might give for someone else that's, that has a parent that is um, having this condition?
1: Um, just be gentle. And, uh, you know, I, a lot of the time I would repeat things to her that were really unnecessary. Um, now when she asks me some questions over and over again, I just, I've typed up a few of the questions, the answers to them, and I just hand them to her. She can read very easily, oh. hearing, getting challenging. And she reads it and she goes, oh, okay. So I try to work with her in a, very soft way um, I try to keep peace in the house play gentle music I just try to make it a sanctuary for her as well as for myself fantastic I bet you're calling on Guruji regularly too huh oh my
0: gosh <laughs> <laughs> I, 24/7. You know, it almost goes without saying but it needs to be said it
1: absolutely be said. Absolutely. Yeah. absolutely living the life like you have uh, trying to live the spiritual life every day is the greatest challenge that there ever was but it's yes. the greatest blessing
0: isn't it so isn't it so okay dear heart well okay the big question is how did you find master
1: um as i said the quote when I, I be single took me around the world i went around the world and uh went to all the temples and mosques and synagogues and you know in india and bangkok and japan and France. And I mean, I just was privileged to see all of these holy places. And um, was, I was looking for master. I was looking for my teacher, my guru. Uh-huh. But uh, uh, I spent a year going around the world. And when I came back, um, I met my future husband, Morris. And we've been together 50 years now. And we moved to Majesca Canyon, which is a, a little art colony up in the hills of Irvine Uh, in Southern California. And um, my next door neighbor came over one day, we had just newly met, and uh, he had the autobiography in his hands. And he said to me, he said, I'd like to give this to you. He said, I think you would really enjoy it. And I just looked at Master's picture on the cover and I was just, oh. (laughs) There's no words to describe the feeling that I had. And so, um, of course, I read the book a few times, and um, the person that gave me the book had the same last name as myself. His first name was my brother's name. He was born back east, 30 miles away from where I was born. I found out later, this this all came out a little bit later, he was born on my birthday. Oh, my gosh, a soul brother. And... Uh, there are many other similarities. I won't go into them all, but uh, over the years we've seen this incredible synchronicity in our lives. So that's how I found Master, and it wow. was uh, just let, pretty let joyous.
0: Me, let me interrupt at this point and, and take another little sidestep because sure. um, uh, I think it speaks to. Uh, the fact that he came over kind of out of the blue and his intuition was that you needed to read this book. He trusted (laughs) his intuition and and took a risk, didn't he? To come and give you the AY and and it brings up um, the whole thing about we never know how we are instrumental in someone else's life um, in this case, it was to bring you to master, which is huge, but in, in other ways also, and so it really um, advocates for, for stepping out, not proselytizing, but, but stepping out and letting people know about master in, as you have said, in a gentle way. But it's, it's so important, doesn't it? Master said that, um, what do you say? Hundreds of thousands of Kriya yogis um,
1: will be needed to bring peace in the world. It's so important. And, and as you know, and as all the devotees that might be listening know, sharing the information with someone that is thirsty, that is spiritually thirsty, is one of the greatest joys there is because you can just keep talking to them and they are absorbing it like a sponge, uh-huh. like I did at that time. And um, yes, it's uh, it, it changed the course of my life on every level. And every day, um, I am so blessed and so thankful for this information, for Master's wisdom, for his teachings, for Kriya Yoga. I'm so, so grateful.
0: I think um, everybody listening can uh, say amen to that, sister. Uh-huh. So, so, dear, going down your your, your list here, um, against all odds, did we cover that one, family, friends, colleagues, or does that, is that intimating some other part of your life?
1: Well, just the, the many challenges of uh, family, friends, and colleagues all uh, that were once my friends, family, and colleagues all, uh, you know, thinking that I was uh, off the deep end going the direction that I went. And, uh, you know, really finding my true friends. You know, you lose a lot of people along the way sometimes because of misunderstanding. Or they just drop away because your vibration has changed, isn't it? Truly. And family members on both sides, uh, some of them think that I'm a Buddhist, um, although they don't know what I am and they don't want to know. They don't want to talk about it. They're too fear factor or whatever it's very interesting but they all send me Buddhist stuff (laughs) I have have nothing against Buddhism at all but um, that's where they go with that so that's I think that's kind of cute (laughs)
0: yes yes yes
1: I do love the Dalai Lama and that's the other thing is that Master made it okay for me to love all the people that I loved. it's like unconditional love for all saints and sages of all religions we bow to you all and i can love krishna and buddha and uh the pope and and uh all the great saints uh, saint francis i'm not even catholic i mean it's just fantastic opens <laughs> the door wide open
0: really 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 yes okay so um the truth as we know it you you've given me these little snippets they're almost prose so i have to dig here and say well what what's behind that what's behind the truth as we know it
1: the truth as we know it behind it i think is our intuition to discern what it is and how it is we want to live our lives you know, that truth comes to me, you know, at nighttime, Yogananda says, do the introspection every day, you know, look into yourself and see how you lived this day. And so I do that every night. And I know, that can but, be challenging, huh? Oh. <laughs> oh, but for the grace of God. Yes. Okay. Yes, I have made so many mistakes. And uh, every day I make them. And you know, if we lived up to every one of Yogananda's Ideas of what we should do in a day, um, you know, that's all we would be doing.
0: And we wouldn't that's, need to be here. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> that's all I would love to be doing. But um, in the process, we run into human nature and other people and other events and circumstances. And um, because of Master's teachings, when I have been in very adverse situations, um, at, years ago, I found myself, you know, getting angry, getting upset, whatever. And now, for the most part, I can just stand there. And when the adversity is coming at me full force, I can just let it flow over me. And I can just stand there and hold my calmness. And that, to me, is one of the greatest gifts I've ever been given, is to be able to have that fortitude to hold, hold tight you know, just stand there and know that this is karma coming at me. Okay, here it is. Bless it and let it go.
0: Okay, terrific. Now, the question is, what's responsible for that transition? And is it something that you can look back and see? Was there a specific time that, it, that, that all of a sudden you had an aha moment that allowed you to uh, react differently?
1: Or is it Kriya? What, what do you think? It is definitely Kriya Yoga and, you know, it's just like the onion skin falling off of the onion, you know, the many layers, it's meditation and the spiritual practice is so subtle and you think sometimes I'm not making any progress, I'm not making any progress and then something really heavy happens and you find you're okay. you're going to make it through this. And it's because of that effort you made in meditation and your spiritual practice that gave you the courage and the strength to hold on. And I am so thankful for that gift because um, it's made life just so much more pleasant just to know, okay, I can do this. This is happening. I earned this. Here it comes. I'm going to let this go. I'm not going to fight back. I'm not going to retaliate because this is mine.
0: You know, listening to Brother Annamoji's, uh one of his CDs, I think it's the Making Through Trials and Tests or something of that nature, I was really struck with his um, telling us that when things don't go our way, when it's hard, when it's not easy or we feel out of touch, he said that those are precious times and that we learn something really important. He said there are five things, and mm-hmm. it was so, you know, you can just hear Brother G with how he pauses and and yep. speaks, and, and he put them in this order. He said, patience, patience, you know, you can hear him say, you know, twice. <laughs> um, Perseverance, endurance, surrender, An unconditional love for God, and he went on to say that these spiritual lessons and muscles are not learned in any other condition. It's in those dry times, and in those difficult times. And I thought, oh my gosh, you know what a gift this is to have this this insight. And he went on to say, and most devotees don't make it past that point. So. Uh, You know, for those of us that are still hanging out here, Jai Guru, that's all I've got to say. But isn't that a wonderful thought that when you're all um, just feeling like um, a worm or, you know, not a good devotee or not as good as you want to be or dry or you can't feel the love of God, I mean, we all go through that. And here are these, it's a gift because we're learning patience, endurance, Perseverance, surrender, and unconditional love for God. Man, it brings tears. It's just so
1: wonderful, you know? It is. So I, Yeah. Brother Moy. oh, he, he was our spiritual counselor. And um there's no words to what he gave to us, you know, when our lives were oh, going through some turmoil, he kept us together. I thank him every day for the blessings he gave us. I just love him so much
0: you brought up children in srf and you traveled and you were entertainer and let us not forget you're a terrific videographer if anybody needs videography done lends your lady to do it oh you're um, sweet thank you t- tell us about um raising children and family in in srf and your experience
1: The only thing that I asked Master, the only thing that I asked him was that our family could all be within his realm. I wanted all of my family to be members of Self-Realization Fellowship. I felt that that way they would be protected. And so that gift was given to me. And uh, I remember when the children were little, they were, um, you know, two years old, three years old, and they're running around the house and we're sitting down meditating. And what we would do, this is what we did, and I don't know if this is the right way, but the kids would come in and they'd sit down and they'd look at us. They'd they'd just look at what we were doing. We're sitting there quietly and they'd look at each other and then they'd get up and run out of the room and then they'd come running back and sit down and then they'd run out again. And so over this time period, We never said anything to them, never told them that they had to do anything. And pretty soon when they were about four years old, they would sit there with us for a couple of minutes quietly and pretend to meditate and look around and be laughing. And then they'd get up and run out of the room again. Anyway, as time went on, it just got longer and longer and longer. And um, to where when they became teenagers, it became mandatory. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. That we sit in silence for five minutes before we had a discussion if there was a problem. And uh, so we would sit around the table. You know, I'd say before we get into this, we're going to sit down and we would meditate and ask God to help guide us. And usually by the time we finish that little period of silence, well, definitely everything calmed down. No question. But also usually the problem kind of disappeared. So to me, this little way that I worked with the kids to get them into meditation, um, was, you know, it worked for you. It worked for us. And you know, both of them are devotees. Uh, and I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. Um, my son has lived in Encinitas for the last 10 years and he, uh, you know, Goes to the temple all the time. So I am just. And he's so blessed. a terrific artist. We let us not not forget to
0: mention that he does these huge things, doesn't he? The walls of buildings.
1: Yes, he's a great artist, and he's uh, he's just getting ready to go on his c to c mural tour. He's going to do murals, large murals, all across the country, That's for awesome. schools, for corporations, for individuals, and uh, he's really excited about it. Well, you have a very talented family, so you must have all drawn each other
0: because your daughter is doing fantastic things. Your husband has written a book. Let's talk about the book for just a minute.
1: Well, I'll, I'll just talk about my daughter first. She okay. is just, she just got back um, recently from Africa where she's filming a documentary, saving little girls' lives from early marriage and circumcision and all of that and putting them in school, and she's doing this wonderful documentary so proud of her, and um, Morris, my husband, uh, wrote several books, and the one that was inspired by Master is called The Lives of Carl Ottman, and uh, that's on Amazon, and it's also an audio book, and it's a beautiful story about reincarnation that he was inspired to write, and uh, he was not well at the time, and it really helped heal him and bring him back, just the writing of it, so. I'm just really blessed to have this family with me, and we all love each other so much, and it's been uh, you know, us against the world sometimes when we were on the road. We were on the road for many years performing, and that uh, was great, great fun.
0: What a trip you are. I remember
1: we were, in, uh, we were in Yellowstone National Park, and when we were on tour, we always got our mail on the road. So we went to Jackson Hole to pick up our mail, and we had just driven through Yellowstone, and there is an SRF magazine. And I opened it up, and there is the picture of Master with the little bear in Yellowstone National Park. I mean, talk about synchronicity. And I just thought, Master, you're with me. You know, <laughs> you're really with me. It was so sweet. <laughs> those, little, those little moments that, you, you know, that everybody has are just priceless right so that we can find.
0: Yeah. and and we all have them you know, yes so many so many stories and it's it's inspiring uh to keep our mind on track to be aware of those blessings and there's so many that we are not aware of but there are lots lots to be grateful for isn't it so
1: absolutely my dear so,
0: so um this book is available of morris's and, and let's give him a plug uh it's available online at Um, Amazon. And the name of it again is, tell me.
1: It's The Lives of Carl Ottman, A-T-M-E-N.
0: Okay. By Morris Walker. Correct. And you have um, a gift for our devotees listening who would like to um, click on the link that will be provided
1: in the show notes? Sure. The first three people that uh, write to us will send you a free book as Uh, a, a thank you for listening to the show. Okay, well that's very gracious of you. Thank
0: you. And you can find those, uh that link in the show notes, uh, probably below this um audio player. So Lynn, it's been such a joy and I'm I'm so grateful um that you were willing to share your blessings and your life and your challenges with me and with the listening devotees and um
1: thank Thank you you so much and before I go I have a a quote for you oh great a master that epitomizes you oh my okay to work with God's happiness bubbling in the soul is to carry a portable paradise within you wherever you go namaste Brenda
0: oh Jai
1: Guru Lynn thank you so much Jai 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 Guru great to talk to you
0: well dear friends it's wonderful to hear these stories isn't it And if you would like access to the private page where guest contact and other information is posted, it's free and easy. Just email to subscribe to the mailing list. The email address is subscribe at soulcallsinfinity.org. For those of you who may be driving or jogging while listening, the link to subscribe will be in the show notes. The Chela to Chela podcast is sponsored by Soul Calls Infinity, and the background music is courtesy of Soul Calls Music Meditations by Saranya. I'm your host, Brenda Roberts, and I'd love to share your story. Email me for guest guidelines and preparation details. That's brenda at soulcallsinfinity.org. I'm looking forward to sharing the next episode with you, where we'll be meeting another uniquely devoted disciple of our beloved Master, Paramahansa Yoganandaji. In closing, let's listen to this quote of Masters given by Brother Ji, in the 1986 Self-Realization magazine. Master said, We all come from God. Once we were strangers, but when we love God, we become brothers and sisters. That divine relationship is the strongest of bonds. It holds now and in the hereafter. So, dear ones, until next time, let us join together in affirming It's a wonderful life with Guruji in it. Jai Guru Jai.